It's going to be the best, probably the best set. I don't know. I'm not going to say that. Oh, my it, God. It might be okay. You downgraded so fast. It's <laughs> got to be the best prop. It, guys, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to it's gonna be the most okay experience of your lunch hour. And uh, this episode, we have a guest. His name escapes me. No, his name is Evan Pitfield, and he would like to talk to you guys about some stuff. Uh. I just want to thank my mom and my dad and the Lord for giving me this opportunity to be on the Lunchtime Podcast with uh, Zachary Carson. What's going on, Zach? What's going on? They say you're welcome. And uh, <laughs> we're going to get into this interview right away. Uh-huh. You're, I'm just, I don't, I feel like you're going to hate all the interview questions. No, not at all. Okay. I mean, I haven't read them yet. All right. But. Well, here they go. They're going to, uh, they're so lame. All right. So I only say that because Nick Robinson hated him. Oh, uh, yeah. He does represent everybody. We're going to edit that out. Evan Pitfield. Yes. How long have you been doing stand-up comedy? <sighs> Man. Do you have that calculator app pulled up on Windows? That's some decimals, I think. If uh, I started in May of 2016, so oh. almost four years. Yeah. Wow. So still very much a young sperm just swimming around. That's crazy because you do like a lot of... Stuff you do a lot of you do, you get a lot of gigs and do a lot of shows and go to a lot of places for your comedy. It seems yeah. as if you're just a natural or something like that. It's weird because uh, I've been told that, but you know you're not allowed to say that. Right. I don't even think that. I can't be like, yeah, well, you know, I'm a natural, so. When's... <laughs> right. yeah, but the thing is, uh, <clears throat> that actually gets in the way sometimes because I'm not a not good at comedy. Um, I, I'll rely sometimes on what I think I've been told is working right. and then realize, Oh, here are all the other categories that are falling short because this did work once and I'm an idiot. But, uh, either way, yes, that's, this is, I think I've experienced that same problem maybe. Yeah. And you mean like not with you, you mean like watching me, you're like, yeah, I've experienced <laughs> yeah. that live. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's uh, missing a couple of things. But like yeah, for almost, f- uh, four years, four years. Uh, yeah. Wow. Damn. Wow. Those four years of comedy aged me 20 years in normal life. <laughs> I can tell by the beard. It, uh, there's Whoa. no cameras, but he's got a very long beard. That's true. Very um, long beard, very big stomach. and I mean, by my count, I got like three more years to live. I think that's the average. So, <laughs> How old are you? I Actually, this year I just turned 30. Really? Yeah, can you believe it? He's like, I thought you were 50. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I just feel young. Everyone's older than me. Well, how old are you? you twenty six. To... You're twenty six. Yeah. I I think they're the same number. Okay. I mean, not in society. Right. Right. Like, if you tell someone like, "Hey, I'm twenty six," like, "Ah, fuck you, kid." <laughs> and then if you're the same exact person, uh, but then you're like, "Hey, I'm thirty. They're like, "Hey, let's hear what he has to say." You know? <laughs> I feel you. But wow, so wise. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, uh, Evan. Uh, what are some of your comedy influences some of my common influence uh, uh, one of my biggest comedic influences is my dad okay uh, he was always a funny guy and um, I'm actually convinced that him and I have the same uh, mental condition because him and I are like the only two people that find just certain stuff funny I've been trying right. to make that accessible to people on stage but he was always funny uh when i was was growing up you know he was always working hard and uh i probably just making jokes to find a way to deal with life 
Um, but he was he was never shy of delivering humor uh, when necessary. And it was interesting because, uh, you know, it, it made it easier to tell when he was joking and when things were serious, That's a good which point. is actually, depending on your comedic style, sometimes super important for writing for me. Right. You know, it's a, it can't be a clown all the time. But yes. Um, influences that other people actually might know. Okay. Uh, you know, stuff that's why people are tuning in. Um, if they are, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I I did tell people that I'm going to be on the show tonight. Nice. But unfortunately, I have negative eight friends, so <laughs> it's not going to help the views. Um, you know, but uh, I was always a huge fan of George Carlin. Awesome. Um, pretty easy name drop. Uh, I was a huge Louis C.K. fan before all that stuff kind of went down, and now I'm an even bigger fan. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Uh, one way to put it. Yeah, it's, you know, there's a lot of versions of Louis, and there's a lot of versions of Louis even before the scandals that I I didn't actually find very funny, but he's got some really good wacky stuff that's just like even on paper is just funny. Um, I was always a huge fan of the weird people. Uh, I liked Maria Bamford a lot and like Tim and Eric. Um, there's just kind of the weird, silly, you know, non-political, uh, not trying to... It's just like raw humor people. Though I think uh, Reggie Watts is in there somewhere. Yeah, he's cool. That stuff is always super funny to me. And there's just, I mean, so much content because they do music and stuff too. So Right. They were uh, funny. Yes, Evan also does music. We'll get into that later. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, current influences, uh, I would say Gary Goleman is pretty funny. He's a good writer. I don't know who that is. Um, I don't know, depending on who you ask, they might not consider this person a comedian, but just an inspiration for everything. Jim Carrey, for sure. Uh, totally. Uh, yeah. I miss that guy. I don't know what he's up to, but right. come back. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw him. I saw a clip of him. Like, I'm going to edit this out. I saw yeah. a clip of him doing jack nicholson in the shining like shot for shot oh with the deep fake like face thing yeah yeah oh it was awesome it's, it's a bit weird how good that technology is because yeah. I, I think they did the same thing with like bill Hader and uh arnold schwarzenegger or something it was really weird that is weird um are there comedic influences um i think Kristen shawl is really funny um, she does voices as well. I think she's, I forget the chick's name in Bob's Burgers. I haven't oh, watched it in a while. Okay. She's really Peter. funny. I find the dude, um, <clears throat> in, uh, but actually both the, I forget their names, but the two main characters in Portlandia, yeah. uh, Fred, Fred Armisen and what I, yeah, yeah. them, <laughs> yes. they're really, uh, they're really funny. I think, um, I like Fred cause he's in, he's like in the house band for yeah. Jimmy Fallon or something. And one of the girls in that band is like a musician I like, Marnie Stern. Yeah, yep. She's cool. There, I I seem to uh, I seem to like the people that I personally believe are like multi-dimensional. Yeah. Like they have multiple kind of things. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that are just like straight stand-up comedians, and they're they're super funny. But like, right. I I just inevitably I get drawn towards the people that are like whatever. You give them, they just make something out of it. You so know? you don't like straight comedians? No, only gay comedians, if that's what you're alluding to. <clears throat> cool. Good answers here. <laughs> Good influences. We like that. Sure. Um, we're going to move on to the next question, though. Fine. Evan, I'd like to know, the king of lunchtime comedy would like to know, <laughs> what your 
uh, well, this could this could mean a lot of things, short term or long term goals in comedy. What do you what do you try? Do you want to be on? You want to be the next guest on Jimmy Fallon, or do you want to be on SNL? What the heck does Evan want to do? <laughs> oh man, um, my goals in comedy, um, the ultimate like pipe dream goal would just be to do one show in Madison Square Garden. Oh. <laughs> Even if no one shows up. Right. Just like yeah. the, if the venue is like, yeah, we'll, we know that you're supposed to be here tonight, so you're allowed to go there. <laughs> and even if it's like just my parents yeah. and my girlfriend, if she can make it, you know, right. uh, I, that's still fine with me just to kind of be in there. I grew up in New Jersey, so it's, it's um, always been a you know, very close monument. Um, that'd be really cool. Uh, other than that, um, short-term goals, just continue to get better and don't quit, you know? That's a good one. Just keep writing nice. and keep hopefully scratching my head less. That's like, what am I, how is this not working? Right. Hopefully that kind of happens less and less. I agree with that goal. I agree with both those goals. Those are cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, and lose weight. Okay. Oh, did you say comedy goals or just goals? <laughs> that. I, that could work for comedy gold too. Oh, uh, I don't know. You kind of well. I don't want to get into this. Fat people. Come are on, gonna, man. You fat keep people like are a, funny. Fat people are funny. I don't know. What you I, think fat people are funny? I don't. Know. I mean, I get <clears throat> like all of them or just some of them. Just, just you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Am I so large that I encompass all fat people? You were just saying fat people is me. Jesus, man. I, yeah. Well, okay, then definitely add that to the goal list, losing right. weight. I don't want to – I just want to be one person. I don't want to be all of them, you know? Right. <laughs> yes. I think that's the lesson we're going to learn here on the King of Lunchtime Comedy <laughs> Podcast, episode 28. Uh, we uh, – let's see. I'm going to get into gigs later. Yeah. But you do another project we're going to talk about here. Uh, we had a guest – his name is Brian Penn, and he does the Penn Project. Yes. And I have seen the Penn Project, and I've seen you in it, Evan. Oh yeah. So tell us about this Penn Project. How did you get involved with this? What is that going? What is that? What's going on? I appreciate you. I appreciate you bringing this up. It's a it's a very uh, near and dear project to um, to my asshole. And uh, no, no. So <clears throat> the thing is, um, a lot of times, uh, naturally, you know, comedians in the comedy community want to like get together and do like writing workshops or writing groups and kind of collaborate. Right. And at the root level, I understand that I want to hang out with people too. I want to socialize. I get it. But the th I've been on a lot of writing group experiences where it's just kind of like some of it's governed. It's like by someone who's like, we can only write like this or something. Or, right. or maybe you go into a place where actually there are no rules, but then like people wind up laughing at what you're saying in the round table. And then you see people write that down. And then right. it be it's in their set, and you feel a little robbed, and so I, I guess I realized that like <clears throat> you know that the circle of people that you really trust to like write stuff with is not as public as as maybe just let's get together with some random person at a coffee shop and share, and so sharing I I, I want to yeah I want to collaborate with comedians, but I'm I'm really weird. I don't really like to collaborate like on a set, right, or like material. You know, and so this this pen project started. It's too corporate, man. <clears throat> yeah, man. I, you know, fucking intellectual property and shit. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> but so uh, well, and it's not just that, but it's also like 
it's so subjective because it's coming from like part of the reasons that some people find that comedians funny is because of their persona and their take on stuff. Right. And I just find it impossible to dictate somebody else's thing. You know, like if you had a premise and you're like, I need help with this, I can certainly make it funny, but I'm going to make it funny the way I would make it funny. Yes. And you could, and if, and if I would be like, yeah, you could totally have that and you could say it on stage, you would probably go up on stage and say it and it wouldn't work. And then you wouldn't know why. Because it's like, it's, you know, it would be so confusing because it's just like the audience knows that something's off. Because that person didn't say it how Evan Pitfield would have said it. Right. It was way funnier. No, that, (laughs) ah, shit, I guess it did make it sound like that. Not, well, like, like Gilbert Gottfried, for instance, right? Gilbert Gottfried. (laughs) If Gilbert Gottfried gave you a joke, he'd be giving it to you from the perspective of Gilbert Gottfried. And I'm not saying he's not funny without the voice. Yeah. But, I mean, that's definitely part of what he's doing, delivery-wise. So it's just, like, I don't think Zach Carson doing a, I don't think Evan Pitfield doing a Gilbert Gottfried joke would just, would be the same. I'm, I'm not saying you can't get help. It's just, it's not my favorite form of help doing stuff like that so the pen project came about because brian and i um are friends and we both shared love for vine which is gone which i have no clue why that left because that was the greatest thing ever it's kind of about uh it's about tiktok now a tiktok is basically the new vine uh but basically it's short format videos and it it is a writing challenge just because it challenges you to, to not only be funny but to make scenes in eight seconds total that's crazy right and we don't you know we have some longer stuff too we don't limit ourselves but that's kind of like the default goal right and so i realized i like collaborating with other comedians on like just projects that are neither of our sets just stuff that's like our raw brain and our raw humor and a true collaboration instead of you know just like telling jokes on stage or whatever totally and so he he had this thing the pen project the whole time that's just been like his brand and his kind of internet identity b- before you know no one even kn- knew him and so we just started filming these things and he had instagram i didn't i have i've had instagram for two months okay. and i feel old because i have no idea how to use it but he was that's where his account resided and he was convinced to me there's way more people here there's way more views and i'm like i'm not going to argue with that I don't, I don't care whatever and so that's where we've started releasing those videos there um, and it, people seem to, to dig them. Um, yeah. I don't really like the video player on Instagram. It's kind yeah, of annoying. It's a little weird. Instagram, if you're listening to this, like fucking fix your shit, bro. You know, um, you mean when I load the video, you have to tap again for the audio, but like yeah. you ever go to show some in the video, but like it starts on mute. So yeah. by the time you go enable the audio, you're like, Oh, half the video is over. Yeah, I got to restart the good part it. Oh, there's no video slider. So I have to yeah. just wait until it's over again. And people are kind of like, hey, uh, I lost interest. So, so the, yeah, so he started doing it there. And I, I really like the division of labor with Brian. He's a very logical guy. And what I mean is, obviously, we're both comedians. Uh, we're both able to write this stuff. But he has the camera uh, art. He's the right. visual artist. And right. I, I've worked with some people in the past because I don't have those skills i've made funny videos but I, but i've made funny videos in movie maker yeah me and dave were talking like his editing is crazy good well and that's the thing is like i said i have all the wacky ideas in my head yeah. i can't it's for, and he's one of the only people that will understand it when i'm like we should do this yeah like he's just as crazy that he's like yeah that'd be great so that was another part of the equation is i've worked with other people in the past 
But this guy was one of the guys where if I said something, he would objectively be like, okay, okay. And he's thinking not just from comedy, but he's thinking from editing as well. He's thinking, what can he do with the bullshit that I'm selling him to make it funny? Whereas previous people I worked with, it's like every idea that came out of your mouth, they'd be like, nah. And it's like, well, we're never going to get anything done. (laughs) And obviously the videos that we've produced, uh, the ones that actually started with a vision that I had, I mean... Some of these things have had more views than I've got total on my channels. So I just, and again, from a video th- perspective, I just, I just trust this guy. I mean, all yeah. you got to do is watch the stuff and he's, right. he's into it. So I was like, all right, well, to compensate, since I have none of those skills, I do the audio and then I try to write a lot of it. And he, he writes as well. So there's, there's no like strict division of labor, but it's just a really good chemistry and i wanted to like harp on that and just keep spitting them out totally i would like to get more into the like the techie side of it yeah but probably not on the podcast we'll talk about it later well so unless you really want to well no that's fine with me i mean it's yeah. it's i uh i am a tech guy yeah. but the thing is i'm very aware in general in my life of what my limitations are for instance right. drawing like visual art i just People tell you, yeah, you could just sit down and do it. It's like, I just, I can't do that. Yeah. And so I got, I he made. sucks at drawing. No, I'm not good. Evan sucks at yeah. drawing. And I, I got decent with videos with what Movie Maker gives you. <laughs> yeah. And one day I decided, you know, I keep hearing about this Adobe uh, Premiere, whatever it is. Let me go. I mean, it's got the word Adobe in it, so it's, it's definitely better. Yeah. Let me go check it out. And the when, the when I went to go check it out, it was like within the month that Adobe changed their plan. Because you used to be able to just buy the software, yeah. but then they changed it to be like a cloud thing and you have to pay per month. Son of a... And I'm like, I'm out. Because yeah. <laughs> then you feel pressured to make something. But still Adobe, you got, you got to stop doing that, Adobe. Yeah, and of course it's like, all right, well, Brian became the friend with the truck. I'm like, well, you already have Adobe, so I'll just hang out with you. Yeah. And also, you like, I would just get Adobe, but he has Adobe and he knows what he's doing, so it's just <laughs> yeah. kind of a productive relationship. And again, he's also insane, and so am I. So it just kind of it helps you not feel like a complete degenerate when you're pitching ideas. Right. You know. Yeah, like some of the I well, <clears throat> sorry. No, they're go very ahead, funny. Man. They're very funny. Some of the ideas are like creative and i'm like wow i can't believe they actually sat down and <laughs> i don't mean that in a dick i mean check out the pen project on instagram people it's funny you'll see what i'm talking about maybe that's what's going on man in what? the local scene maybe people see those videos or even a set of mine and when things work they're like man i can't believe i can't believe that was ha- gonna happen <laughs> it, it, yeah no i'm just kidding i can't believe that was just that funny like, what are we going to do with all these Evan Sucks tattoos? We already got them. We don't have the money to reverse them. Turns out he doesn't suck. We're idiots. Or at least not for money or whatever. But, but yeah, I, I highly, my two cents on it, whatever you're doing in life, maybe you have people listening to this that are doing, like, uh, pottery. Okay. If you're doing anything, you need to be aware of your strengths and weaknesses. And then your weaknesses, I just straight totally enlist someone else who knows what they're doing. If you can find some, I mean, it sounds cliche, but if you can find someone that just there's no friction, yeah. it's got to yield a good result. Uh, Evan, you got any gigs coming up you want to talk about? Do I got any gigs? Yeah. By gigs, you mean like a thousand megs or what? <laughs> That's for the techie people. Um, 
Yeah, I got a few gigs. Actually, tomorrow I have two gigs. This will be out way after that. I've got 2,048 megabytes tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> one is at the Evening Muse in North Davidson, also known as mm. NODA, because, you know, who, everyone needs an acronym or whatever. Right. And um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's called R-U-O-K. It's uh, it. hosted by Joe Coolman. He's a he's a cool man. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's... Uh, he does this series of, of entertainment shows that kind of addresses certain topics that surround, like, mental illness. Right. Um, which, you know, maybe we should check in on Joe. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think the one tomorrow is holiday stress. Holiday stress. Which I don't know how much I'm going to contribute to that because yeah. I just don't do anything yeah. for the holidays. And <laughs> that eliminates stress all, all stress. Yeah. In fact, uh, I want to put this out there. This is awesome. Uh, my girlfriend's parents and us decided that we're not doing gifts this year. We both equally said, like, do we really need to do this? And, like, everyone always talks about it, but we if we officially said, like, this year, like, we're not Are you going to feel it. bad if she gets you one anyway and then you don't? Well, I'm a dude, man. I'm prepared. I know okay. I'm still getting a gift. Okay. You know, it's a, I know how that goes. You cannot show up empty-handed. Are even even if there's one? signed documents that say, hey, I'll still be... Your wife or whatever, if you give me no gift, you know, I, I know better. So, Evan Pitfield knows better. Uh, gig, so are you okay? And then tomorrow oh, yeah. at the same kind of time right after that, I have to quickly skedaddle over to David Bill's uh, oh, yeah. show. Totally. It's um, I'm on that show. Just saying. Oh, that we have a gig together. Yes. So then you know where it is. Right. That, so uh, we don't need clutch, to say the address. Clutch Kitchen and Poorhouse. And whorehouse? I oh, hope po- so. Oh, I really poor- hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you're not doing uh, anything tomorrow, just go to Clutch uh, Poorhouse. This this will be out way after that. But yeah, if you're not doing anything uh, five weeks ago, yeah. go, to the, go to the gig. And then some other stuff coming up this week that I uh, probably should know the name to, but I forgot. Um, I want to ask... That's yeah. kind of the end. That's all my interview questions, but oh. I think... I have more for you, especially. Oh. Like, I know you've traveled to, like, New York for comedy or... Yeah. Or any other cool places you've gone to do <clears throat> stand-up? Charlotte? Besides Charlotte? Well, you don't think Charlotte's a cool place? Well, it is, but we live in Charlotte. I yeah. mean, you traveled outside. That's a trick question. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, other cool places you're saying? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, uh, so I went to... So New York, I went to St. Louis, which, you know, I don't know. I mean, when I went to St. Louis, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, The comedy scene there is definitely killer. There's a lot of funny people out there. Um, Atlanta's pretty cool. I think everyone knows that already. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta's just cool for arts, man. It's booming, right? People are doing, like, film down there. Uh, There's just stuff going on all the time. Um, I've... it's weird, man. My comedy experience is like in places that you don't expect things to go well, that right. you have some of the best shows of your life. So like I would say, yeah, you got to hit up Hendersonville, North Carolina too. But like if you're, <laughs> I'm sure there's also a lot of people who would take that advice and then just be there and be like, hey, what the hell? There's not, you know. <laughs> I thought I was going to be doing a cool gig yeah. in Hendersonville. I think the the reason I like, uh, like New York is because um, comedy is just happening all day. Right. Which I it's weird. <laughs> It's weird sometimes to do comedy at 2 p.m. in the sunlight, but 
Like it's just it's part of the fabric of society there. It's not like right. oh yeah, there's co- like there's there's always tourists, there's always people, there's always cl- like it's just it's endless. Yeah, yeah, it is endless. So um, maybe you can get me on a gig sometime. This is true. Uh, we're gonna move on to oh. Wait, you went to Japan recently? Was that for I did. comedy or was that just a trip for... No, I, I uh, it was just a vacation trip. Oh, I, I have a funny comedy, comedy story. Comedy Japan, motherfucker. I have a funny comedy Japan-related story. Go for it. Um, and in the spirit of 2019, this is very... Uh, this will probably come out in 2020. It's very current. It's very messed up, but yeah, I have to tell this story because hey, it's... Streaming it's, live on Twitch. We're streaming live on Twitch, everybody. Yeah. Son of a Twitch, we're live. <laughs> No, this has been bothering me for a long... I mean, it hasn't been bothering me, but in the moment, it was very bothersome. So, there's a bit of a story. Uh, about two and a half years ago, I had this joke, and I told it at an open mic, and it's nothing special, but it got like a laugh or two, and then I moved on to the next one. And I've been doing this thing recently where I've been like going over some old notebooks. You know, yeah. they tell you if you want to like generate new stuff, maybe look at your old stuff and right. fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a few that I was like, all right, whatever... And uh, some of them, I'm like, this is funny, but it's like pretty much just only as funny as like a Facebook status. Yeah. You know, I don't know that I want to elaborate on it far enough to like, you know, there's a lot of those. Right. And so I'll just do it on Facebook just to keep bookers aware that I'm still writing. Gotcha. And uh, so I posted this one and I got a lot of got a lot of backlash. Um, It's funny because it actually got a lot of backlash from some of the same people that laughed at it. Uh, two years ago in person. Interesting. Yeah, and what I like to do with these old jokes, I like to pull what I call a Nintendo. Okay. Which is where I released it, and like it got no attention, uh-huh. and then like, on like two years later, I'll just release it again, and like people will buy it, <laughs> but it's literally the same exact thing. Like you know, like Mario and Sonic on the Wii. Now it's Mario and Sonic on the Switch, <laughs> and people are like, "Isn't that still Mario and Sonic?" They're like, yeah, but fucking buy it. Yeah. We didn't change anything. You just, it's in a different package. So the joke was, uh, it was, uh, I texted a joke to my Asian friend. Uh, and I guess he found it funny because he texted me back ROR. So I guess he was raffing out route or whatever. I don't know if it was a typo. And, so, and, so, and people commented on this status like, dude, this is the most racist crap I've ever heard in my life. And my the first most- thought... My first thought was like, really, that's the most race? I was like, okay, all right. I, I mean, there's. have you ever been on Xbox Live? Haven't heard what ever people... Ever hung out with me and David on a regular... <laughs> but so I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, okay. And so I was like, that's... The people who commented were people who laughed at this two years ago. But anyway, so we went to Japan, and there's a... I kid you not, we could pull it up right now. There's a fucking comedy club in Osaka, Japan, called Raff Out Round uh-huh. Comedy Club. And the, and their logo is R O R with a little smiley face, and it pissed. I dude, I derailed our vacation. We're walking around. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And my girlfriend's like, what? And because she's, we're just busy having fun in Japan. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta fucking, put, I gotta screenshot this. And she's like, why does this matter? I'm like, cause it does. It does. And you know what? It really interested me because I was like, you know, a lot of people. Not to get like political, but like a lot of people get offended at stuff. Yeah. But I was there. I was in. 
Japan, <laughs> Where and, I, and it made from. me think, like, when people say stuff that's quote-unquote offensive, like, does anyone ever check in, like, with the source race that's within the, the punchline no. no, that they care or not? Because I was like, this is unreal. You, you could pull it up right now. It's ROR Comedy in Osaka, Japan, um, and it was the only comedy club I can find. I know there's more, but so sorry for the long sto- uh, story slash rant, but story. all of that is Did true. Did you perform there did you go in there or? i i did not they said it was too racist to get a show there, so they, <laughs> yeah they gave me a yeah they kicked Evan me out feared, feared. <laughs> this is right uh but no I, I we went there on vacation it was awesome um a lot of stuff about that place was a little bit too good to be true right everyone's nice <laughs> even if you're white damn it i gotta go dude people like women are walking around there alone at like three in the morning totally safe I'd say it's like, Weird. it's amazing. Yeah, it's like here, you know, I don't know. It's it, it's hard to explain, but uh, technology is everywhere, uh, even in the toilets. I don't know if you've heard about that. Like a bidet. What is that called? They got bidet. bidets. They got heated toilet seats. Oh, they have a, a button that you could press that pre- uh, plays a sound of a flushing toilet in case you need to, like, mask the sound of your explosions. Interesting. You know, if you want to not I be guess, shy. I guess I would use that. It's crazy, man. That is crazy. You gotta go. If if right. you saved, we're taking every... this episode to Japan. Yeah, right now. That's right. Yeah, arigato gozaimasu. <laughs> yeah. Um, shit. This one's good because I still haven't, I haven't even asked you about music yet. Oh crap. Um, Do you have like a time limit? No, but uh, I'm. Oh. I'm just, I'm just noticing you have more stuff to talk about than other people. Oh, I was just I'm trying gonna, to give I'm you gonna, an honest... I'm going to edit that. I don't want to shit on everybody. <laughs> it's not like people. you listed names. Yeah, true. That'd be funny. You're like, well, actually, James, Daniel, and Gregory were fine. <laughs> but, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that fucking cunt Christine. Yeah. <laughs> you remember episode 16? All right, that's enough. Um, Evan. Yes. You are also... I mean, we've talked about comedy a lot. You're You're... You got comedy out the ass, but you also, <laughs> oh. you do music. You yeah. play guitar, or is that fair to say? Yeah, my, my yeah primary is guitar, and then recently, um, man, this is embarrassing. I've been playing guitar for like 16 years, Wow! and I finally realized like, oh, some of my favorite sounds on some of these records are coming from keyboards and synths. <laughs> I was sitting there the whole time like, how are they doing this i don't even know how to make those sounds with a guitar and i have six strings yeah and so yeah so now i got a keyboard i think they have pedals now that can just do fucking anything yeah so it's really as long as you have feet you got something um so you got a you evan are in a band yes i'm in a band with no name ah fuck that was what i was gonna ask which sounds like the band i will i will say we've been I mean, we've been making up funny names that are definitely not going to be our name, but they're funny. Like, I really wanted our band to be called Doctor Butt Sludge. Um, just out of I just out of the wish that I wanted us to play in a club one day and people would pay money to buy a ticket that said Doctor Butt Sludge on it. Um, I, I mean, if the songs were like good enough, I would right. I would go do it. Would right. No, and <laughs> exactly, they're like, well, you know, I wouldn't take my whole family to see these shows normally, but you know, butt sludge is uh, pretty good. <laughs> That's Doctor Butt Sludge to you. Well, it used to be that, and then it was Doctor Butt Sludge's nightclub, and then it was just like the Butt Sludge Factory or something. I mean, it's <laughs> I, it's on a piece of paper somewhere, Juvenile. and it made my bandmates 
laugh. So I thought that was a good start, you know, because you don't want to be in a band that you hate the name of. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Like, hey, guys, thanks for coming out. We're a used condom. Like, <laughs> nobody wants to be in that band, right? Uh, but no, so I'm in a three-piece. I'm the guitar player. Uh, my bassist is the my buddy Andy. You guys probably know him. He's a comedian, uh, Andy Perez. Uh, he is not only the bass player for the band, but he's also just like a straight-up musician. I mean, he, he went to school for music. He plays guitar. He's that guy. Anything Damn. you give him, he, he just plays it. Um, I, I guess except, except for speed metal. So I guess that's where I came in to play. But So I, I do the... The guitar, he does the bass, and then another guy, Andrew. So there's two fucking Andys in my band, uh, or our band, I should say. Uh, he does drums. Also, he's a guitar player. Um, and then when it comes to vocals, we kind of take the Mastodon approach. We're like, none of us are really definitive vocalists by any right. means. Right. So you'll hear all of our voices in the songs. Like, where do you sing, sing, or do you? Is it like metal, like? No, I yeah, sing, like, sing. I actually, yeah, I can't really do um, any of the, like the death growl stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and weirdly enough, even though I do listen to some of that stuff, uh, the metal that I grew up with was like the higher pitched voice stuff, like uh, I see, yeah, like, like Judas Priest and oh. stuff like that. And I've always wanted to be able to do that, which is a weird time because no one cares about that music anymore. <laughs> so it's just me having a fun time, but. Uh, Fuck yeah. yeah. Well, um, damn, I wish we had a... Do you have a social media site or anywhere where you can find this band eventually? Uh, not for the band, but I am in the, mo- uh, in the moment I'm uh, putting together a website. Okay. I was told by a booker that, yeah, we could book you, but you got to get a website. So I'm putting up a website, and I am trying to make a website that is just everything Pitfield. You know, like all music, all comedy. Right. Just I just a, don't have the bandwidth to maintain multiple sites. So yeah. if I do have the site up, that'll probably where you could find more pen project videos and more music and just every every type of creative thing. And I know no one saw me do the air quotes, but every creative thing that I do <laughs> uh, will hopefully end up on that site. Gotcha. Um, I do have the domain. Okay. There's a really sexy, the website is down page right now with my face on it it's literally just evanpitfield.com fuck yeah you got that domain i wanted pitfield.com but it was taken Dang. i tried to do uh yeah i was trying to do this drunk proof thing oh, I that's see. like a theory that i like to use like the simpler the better i went i went to uptown charlotte and the taxi cabs there yeah you know their phone number is like 704-444-4444 in the theory that if you're hammered you'll still remember so for me, like my last name already throws people too much difficulty. So I was like, the shorter the name and the URL, it should be drunk proof. Yes. Uh, but you know, it was also just like ninety Evan. bucks to get that from some guy. So I'm like, I guess I'm just not gonna do it. I tried to get ZachCarson.com. It was fucking ten thousand dollars. <laughs> oh my god. Well, shit, you're valuable, dude. <laughs> I was like, can I, don't, I get your autograph? <laughs> I, I, I wanted to change my name right then and there. I was like, I'm not. I've always wanted to meet the person that yeah. registered my domain before I did. Yeah. And I'd be like, you don't even look like an Evan Pitfield, <laughs> you fucking fake. Like, why did you... It's just some dude that registered every domain right when the internet started, and now yeah. no one can use it. Son of a fucking He's guys. living in Maui, and every time someone registers a domain, he gets a new yacht. <laughs> 
It's ridiculous, man. Let's find that guy. Uh, yeah. Or girl. <laughs> you uh, qu- more questions? I think I'm good. There is license a second, from registration. There please? is a second half of the show, but I think the interview half. I think. Let's do the second half, man. You can't have one half. Well, uh, in the meantime, before you got your website, you got like a social media. Oh yeah, so it's just like uh, Evan Pitfield on Facebook. I have Instagram. I think it's called at the Pitfield. It's really stupid. Uh, but I don't do anything on that app. Right. I, I don't even like project. it's a good app. I <laughs> just like yeah. I, I just got tired of new For apps. Sure. You yeah. know, like I w- it was like MySpace and then Friendster and then the Facebook. It's like, dude, I'm done. Yeah. Like just choose one. And they all suck, but just <laughs> I'm done, you know? He's on Facebook. Yeah, you know what's Period. really cool? You know what's really cool about the website what? is there have been people that have been coming up to me uh, after shows that say, hey, I found you really funny. I want to follow you, but I'm I, like, I use the internet, but I'm not on social media. Do you have a website? Yeah. And that makes me really happy. That makes yeah. me hope that one day I could just completely abandon the I social mean, media. It'll happen. You know? One day, evanpitfield.com. Yeah. Only. Oh, and it's HTTPS. It's secure. Oh. You don't have to worry about getting hacked uh, yet. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on to the second half of the show. Man, I this feel really part. amped up to move on. Yeah. Zach was like, "Oh, well, <laughs> loser," and now I'm like, "Yeah, oh, hey, wait a minute." <laughs> Next segment is called the weekly beheadings, and um, uh, no, I'm not gonna kill you. Okay, but. This segment, I'm the king of lunchtime comedy, and you're going to tell me what you want to behead, what you want to get rid of in the world, and I'll tell you whether or not I will I will do this for you. Uh, have you ever <laughs> have you ever had someone come on here and just say something super inappropriate, and you're like, we can't do that? <laughs> like, has anyone ever come on and be like, Mexicans? And you're like, uh, yeah, you're putting us in a real awkward spot. Matt, Matt Correa said the president... And uh, ah. Rick Campos said the leader of China or something. That, those were like so. the two. And crazy. as an American, I could see how he's crazy. affected by the leader of China. <clears throat> what would uh, I behead? That's that's actually really cool, man. That's yeah, that's it's very it's freight, you know, because some anyone could ask like, hey, what do you want to get rid of? But I right. like how it matches the theme of the Branding. queen or can't or whatever it is. And uh, hey, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want feminine power. You, you, I mean, well. I, we were we were actually thinking of making finding the queen of lunchtime comedy like a separate. That's really bit. funny. Actually, I don't know how to do it though, but we'll, we'll yeah. get to that. Ho- yeah, I mean, and hope yeah, hopefully, uh, <clears throat> if there is a queen of lunchtime comedy, she's a little bit more into nerds, you know, um, for my sake. But don't you have a girlfriend? I do. Well, yeah, but just you know, as a friend, I mean, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you could, you know, hopefully she can educate you on the internet. Oh, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see what you're You know, whatever she looks like, it's not important. I mean. <clears throat> not, not for this gig, but what what do I want to behead? Uh, I don't. Okay, so I don't know how to do this. I'm sure people have given you much easier answers, like okay. pepper or whatever. But um, what really bothers me that if I think we could get rid of, mm-hmm. it's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie. Jack 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 said, "Fat bitches." He would want to get rid of fat bitches. So no Santa fat, Claus? No, just fat bitches. 
Oh, okay. fat women. Uh, I'm sorry. All right. I mean, Evan, <laughs> if you ask those women, they'd probably want to get rid of the fat too. Like, just, they're working on it, man. Give them a break. You know, like, I don't know. I it's tough, dude. There's sorry. guys out there that make guys look bad. You know, because you wouldn't like. I don't know. Oh, it, I see. In the yeah, because like you ever you ever hear women <laughs> talking about guys, and they're talking about like the stereotypical shit guys and like a part of you feels like hey man we're not all like that yeah and then like uh you know you hear people say like i would get rid of fat bitches and you're like fuck man a lot of us are like that and we (laughs) just you know we both have penises so it's fair for them to assume that we're both the same no i wouldn't that's stupid i i would i have a tie okay and i have no clue how to implement this so it's probably a shitty answer but uh lying i'd get rid of that uh or this thing where, like, uh, being fake somehow is more valued than having an identity and more lucrative. Wow. I would love to just flip that. I love that. both of those. I think they kind of go hand in hand a little bit. But you could see, yeah, you could see where I'm coming from, yeah. for sure. I don't, again, good luck. Uh, right. I don't know how to do that without eliminating people, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> so. Well, we've just gotten, we've, I just beheaded all the liars and fakes. They're all dead. Nice. Um... Or we kind of we got rid of the concept. I don't know. Something. I don't have. A, I need a sound effect. Like maybe we ching. maybe not even eliminating. Maybe just it, we make a law yeah. that like if you do that, you're beheaded or something. Yeah. Or like, even once you go to the dungeon or something. Yeah, you go to the dungeon where you have to listen to episode twenty eight of Lunchtime Comedy over and over. Yeah. That's segment oh, that's two. Like, um. So this episode we've beheaded lying and fake. Just in general, being fake or, <laughs> or yes, well, not just fakeness, but like um, thinking that it's more valuable than just the concept that real, true, authentic people are not in the forefront, or, or it's not as easy as it is for it is to be f- uh, fake. I see what you're saying, and uh, you know, adherent valuing fakeness. Get rid of that shit. Correct, or maybe not not putting it. At face value, I see something like that. We we get it. It's a it's a deep thing to. It's a rich idea yeah. a little bit, but I I see what you're saying. I think Jack Jack gave a simpler answer, <laughs> bit, bit but I don't agree, man. Yeah. That's like a... his his episode was highly misogynistic, highly <laughs> misogynistic. Uh, we're gonna uh, move on to the next segment. All right. Oh, there's okay. So segment there's three. There's uh yep. We're in the second prime number of segments, guys. Uh, nerd uh, Evan there's a uh, next segment is uh, the underrated oh we, no I got a name for it this is the weekly nightings so Ooh. something that's completely underrated that you think is just awesome you want to knight it and say this is the best shit everyone should get into this huh. and it, can it be like could it be anything anything like- well it has to be Underrated. It can't be something popular. Oh, yeah. I guess that's just I asked a stupid question. Right. Uh, but like anything in terms of like music, comedy, yeah. Potter. Okay. Um, wind. W- <laughs> wind. You know, I think wind is underrated. Everyone thinks it blows, but I got news for you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, white men in 2019. I think they're underrated. Okay. Okay. Uh, not all of them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> What do I think is underrated? I think, uh, huh. 
music wise there's um there's a band out there called baroness i think they're pretty underrated uh they're kind of like coming up check them out i'll check them out yeah comedy wise there's this guy zach oh from greensboro i think he's pretty underrated I don't know his last name. It's just definitely not. Yeah, I think it's Carson. He's probably from Charlotte. No, it's a re- I'm pissed because it's a really good question. I've even thought this myself sometimes. Um, I think. Uh, uh, I think. I think. Uh, hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of things that I would say that's underrated, and some people are like, "No, it's not." There's right. a band out there called Russian Circles that I think is underrated. I've heard of them. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I'm in a weird position when I answer these questions because. Sometimes I thrive off things being underrated. Not uh, not because I'm a hipster, wanna... but because it's way easier for me to get their autographs now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Like I know fans. what you're talking about. I don't think you have a lot to worry about with this podcast. It's but true. It, but... Oh, the, oh, never mind. I didn't expect you to say it this podcast. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... Uh, I don't have Netflix, man. I don't even watch stuff. I'm just yeah. fucking... Man, you know a twenty nine thing. I think I think guitar is underrated. I still that's think a, there's that's a good one. I still think there's it's we dude. It's so tough. It's so tough to catch anyone's attention. Yeah. And I mean, maybe it's tough because I'm not that good. But well, like, I know people that like. I mean, people say that I'm good, but I see people that I think are good. But either way, it's all guitar stuff. Right. And not all of it's like shreddy. You know. I mean, a lot of it goes into like a per note feel thing whatever everyone's right. favorite fucking term you gotta have feels man well shit let me turn up the feels knob now i think guitar is underrated it, it's kind of gone away yes and uh that's that's totally true and the cool thing um and i hope it helps bring it back yeah. is there is a lot more women playing guitar nowadays ah, which again i don't know why they never true. did uh i mean i understand yeah. like the you know whatever but um, hopefully that'll just at least kind of bring it because there's some weird talented players out there today totally uh we we actually um you and i actually have a a, a shared interest for fall of troy fall and troy three Rocks. and just that style of music and I, I had a friend very close friend um i shouldn't say had he's still a very close friend he's alive um, and he was into that music. He was into them, and he was into like Coed and Cambria. Yeah. And so I would always show him kind of like the prog stuff, like the King Crimson and the, oh, yeah. you know, Dream Theater and stuff. And he would show me that stuff, and that stuff took a second to get into because, right. like, it did. It sounded a li- almost like they were playing stuff like just randomly on the guitar. Yeah. But once I got into it, I was like, oh no, this is actually just a complete different awesome style of music that no one's doing yet that, and you'd almost not even know that it is guitar right it's you know yeah it's like more of a more about the sound and less about exactly yeah and so i think that's underrated <laughs> not necessarily that band but just the concept that you know just that that they have stuff that maybe isn't tied to a genre but they're just producing good sounding things yeah. i would check out stuff like that that makes you you never listened to Terra Mellos? No, no. You would love Terra because they heavily influenced by King Crimson, and oh. also that's kind of the reason I have pedals is because they started. I mean, they have cooler pedals than I do, but pedals are underrated. Pedals are underrated, right. but this band, check out Terra Mellos. We'll talk about it later. Terra Mello, that sounds like a Terra, marshmallow yeah. variant. <laughs> Terra Mello Masu or something. It's like the Earth Mellow or something. I don't know. Ah, but uh, we'll we'll talk about that later. But all right. They rock. 
So uh, underrated things this time was well, there was a there was a first one besides guitar. You did a. Uh, the band uh, Russian Circles and Baroness. Baroness Russian Circles. Um, very guitar good. Playing. Guitar playing. Yeah, just guitar in general. Um, rocking out. Yeah, just going crazy. Yeah. You know, just rocking out and having a good time. I don't. I don't know why that stuff is uh, underrated. I don't either. I don't know why a lot There's more like a, people don't listen to metal or any of that stuff. I guess people music. are happy or something. I don't. Yeah. I, the you pop know. music just is fine with people in there. They're like, why? Why would you not listen? Why are you listening to other things than pop? I don't get it. Well, as as a creator, a as rap. someone who tries to make music, yeah. And this is gonna sound bitter, but sometimes I look at some of the pop stuff, yeah. And I just ask myself, like, why? Why do I even tune anymore? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because everyone will tell you that, like, oh, you're trying too hard. You don't, you know, just make a simple song. And it's, I mean, a lot of that stuff is true, man. Some of the best songs in the world are the simplest. I don't have, I don't have a single problem with that. That's but like. True. Even not even not like effects or amps, just like when you're in the studio making your simple song, yeah. but then another song comes out on the radio, and, and like, it's just one fuck. noise for yeah. two and a half minutes. You're like, dude, what am I doing? You know? Right. Totally. That is um, that is a uh, an underrated thing I can get behind as the king of Tuning. comedy. We got we're tuning is underrated. Tuning, just tune up, people. Tune up tune and up. shred a little bit, and a lot of people, well. Some people, I don't know. Some yeah. someone will like it, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe not. Yeah, see, see, you could hear the disdain <laughs> in Zach's voice. It's, it's almost like he's someone who's played guitar live before, and yeah. he's experienced people I, going. You know what they do? They're like, "Hey, man, you're great on guitar," and then they have no other comments. Yeah. Hey, good job. Hey, man, that was great. And you're like, which part? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I I gotta go. And you're like, fuck. Hey. All right, I'll <laughs> see you later. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. You're well, like, I didn't go up tonight. <laughs> yeah. I didn't play a single note. They're like, exactly. That was awesome. I'm, uh, I'm in the other band, actually. <laughs> All right. We're done with the underrated shit. Yeah. Is that is segment three over? Segment three is now over. Okay. We're moving on. There's kind of like one and a half more segments. You can just two. do whole numbers, bro. Two. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why. That's more nerdy than anything I've done. <laughs> you're like, fucking fractions, man. Yeah, we're going to have non-real listen, segments. Listen, I'm sorry I called you nerdy. I'm sorry. No, it, you don't have to be sorry. You just can't back it up at all. You're like, hey, in the 5th.5th section, we're going to do the quadratic formula. What? We're moving on to the next segment. Oh, that's next. And the next segment is called, well, it doesn't really have a name. It's just that I, listen, I need a, oh, God, Evan. Sorry. We're going to have to... Well, we're gonna, we are gonna. have to do this segment real quick. Evan, yeah. I need, on this show, I need a co-host. And uh, I've auditioned every guest. You're yeah. 28, so that's what, like 27? I'm 30. You're 30. Yeah, kind of, well... Oh, no, episode 28. Yeah, I thought you were yeah. doing age. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, no, yeah, you are 30. You need a co-host. Guest. I need a co-host. Okay. I got confused. But yeah, Evan, I need a co-host. <laughs> and I want you to... I'm going to force you to audition to be my co-host right now. Um, do I have a union rep go. that I can ask for another job? Well, I, I have mean, to co-host for this. There's other forms of work, man. It's just that if you don't audition, I'll I'll throw your episode out. I won't air it. Okay, all right. <laughs> I get beheaded. I got gotcha. you. All right. So, um this is like an elevator pitch type thing, right? I don't know what that means. Okay. So far your pitch is awful. All right. I so don't know what an elevator pitch is, Evan. 
So I have to convince you that I'm a valid co-host for you. Yes. Like that I'm what you're looking for. Sure. All right. So here's my pitch. Okay. Right, so I'm from New Jersey. Okay. And as you know, everybody from New Jersey is automatically in the Italian mafia. Right. Uh, so I guess my pitch is uh, if you don't have me as your co-host, I'm just going to call this guy that I know and he's going to come and kick the shit out of you. And you don't want that to happen. And right. that's my pitch. <clears throat> well, um, he's I on speed dial. By I don't. Uh, well, okay. Um, see, this is awkward. Uh, see, I've never had anyone say anything like that before. Uh, I mean, it's your podcast. You could risk your right. life. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, no, you're right. Take it or leave it, you know? Well, uh, I think we're going to, we're going to, we're going to think about things in the head <laughs> over here. We're going to call you back sometime and let you know if you got the job. Is that okay? Does that count still as a no? Yeah. I mean, it's, it kind of, to me, it sounds like you're yeah, shying away and maybe right. a little scared, but, uh. I mean, hey, uh, like I said, uh, if, if that's what you need to do, we're gonna we're gonna roll the dice on this one. Uh, okay, we'll let you know, Evan, if you got the position or not. Right. Uh, great audition. We think you're a great. <laughs> we, uh, when you say we, you said you had no fucking co-host, and now you're saying we, dude. Oh, it's just a, you, man. <laughs> there's, I'm not there's working another, for this fucking <laughs> company. There's not even a department, and the dude is waving his arm like we. It's just him and a bed and some dude next to a drum set. He just coughed. This is... All right, uh, fine. I'll be a co-host. You will be the co-host? Yeah. If you, if you really, really need it and you really like me and you really, you know, accept the underrated nerd stuff, then, yeah, maybe I'll come help out. Hey, uh, sure. I mean, yeah, we'll get back to you. All right. Kind of sounds like you're not going to get back to me. We're going to move on to the next segment now, people. Oh, man. Uh, anyone still listening to the King of Lunchtime Comedy Podcast, episode 28? Is there a bomb sound for how my audition went? You actually... We'll did, call you back. You did a me. lot better than, like, about half the people. Well, actually, most all of them. <laughs> you're like Jack-Jack. mafia Jack. threat was like, oof. You're like Jack-Jack. Uh, convinced <laughs> me to be your co-host. He's like, fat bitches! You're like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Can you do anything else? Also, do you want to be my co-host? <laughs> We're going to move on to the final segment of the podcast. All right. I think my mic cut out, though. Did it? Oh, no. It was the headphones. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, okay. You just... Okay. I can still hear you. Man. Maybe you need Jack-Jack to come here and do that part. <laughs> Listen, that's uh, all right. All right. Yeah. Final segment of the show is when I ask the guest... Um, yeah. We're in the king's throne room. Just pretend with me for a second. We're in the king's throne room yep. in a big castle, and I, I say, Evan, come here. And there's a balcony, and I walk you out onto the balcony, and I say, Evan, look at all the people. And there's just millions of people gathered. They're all like, oh, woo. It's like I'm, an old yeller moment, and you fucking kill me. Is that what happens? <laughs> no. Yeah, look that out there. That would be funny, but no. Yeah. I, uh, the, the segment is I say, Evan, is there anything you want to say to my gathered masses, all the people who love me so much? Is there anything you want to say to the audience, the folks at home, to the people of the world, anything you really want to tell all of them? Get anything off your Get anything chest. off my chest? Yes. Primarily the chest. I want to get that <laughs> off. It's too much. Um, yeah, I would, I would, regurg- I would re- reiterate something that Frank Zappa said. Uh, so weird. We were just watching Frank Zappa. 
Zappa. Oh, cool. You were just watching Zank Frappa? I'm yeah, glad to hear that. Totally. Man, he just jack-jacked right there. <laughs> uh, no, so he reiterated... So this is a cool story. I know that you're really mad that everything I give you is a full story, but um, believe it or not, I'm not interesting. So I, uh, I... There's a quote from Frank Zappa that he told Steve Vai, and then Steve Vai, you know, they play together, and then Steve Vai actually has this printed out on his monitor in the recording studio. It's kind of like an inspirational fortune cookie thing. Right. And I actually printed the thing out and then got it signed by Steve Vai at a concert. Because it's so stupid, but it's so <laughs> inspirational. And so I would say uh, the quote is that, uh, you know, there's only two steps to achieve whatever you want in life, which oh, is uh, number one is don't stop. Okay. And uh, number two is keep going. Uh, and as long as you follow those two things, you're Oh, you're did Steve Vai, when you brought him that, was he like, stop? Yeah. Don't keep going. <laughs> he was like, oh, there is one exception to those rules. If you happen to be on the Lunchtime Comedy Podcast, you should stop and not keep going. And I was like, you know about the Lunchtime Podcast? And he's like, no, I just I just had a weird moment. No, no, he was vision. really surprised to see it. Nice. And then if uh, I can't say that because it's copyrighted, I would just be like... Uh, yeah, be be nice to people, love people, and then I would say uh, "arigato gozaimasu." Cool, that was good. Yeah. That was a good uh, ending. 